And welcome back into another episode of Bleeding Green, Beers, Burgers, and Bearcat Football. I'm your host, Matt Daniel. Thanks so much for tuning in. And oh, oh boy, football has started. Back on Monday, the Bearcats started fall camp, which is exciting. I will actually be going up next week if you are listening to this um, the the week of the seventh. Anyway, so I will be going up. Hopefully, I'll have some uh, have a little bit to report and uh, just go do a little bit of research and see. I, I did get to see some photos from practices this week with with the new green helmets. Love them. Love seeing the green helmets back. That is definitely a highlight uh, for me. So uh, and hey, that means football is closer. The thirty first, we get football before the end of the month and. I don't know. I've talked about it some. Pretty sure I'm going to get to go to that game in Joplin. I'd kind of resigned myself to the fact that maybe it wasn't going to happen. Pretty sure that's going to happen, so I'm extra excited about that. I've never been to a game at Southern. I've been to the stadium. I've been there. Not seen the Bearcats play Missouri Southern. So uh, anyway, I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm I'm in football mode. <laughs> I tell you what. I know we've got I've got a great chat here. We got a couple of weeks before we start getting into the previews and stuff like that. But uh, I am, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting in football mode, football season mode, and uh, it's like Christmas morning. I'm, get, I'm getting that feeling, so I'm, I'm getting excited, kind of mulling around some different things. I have some ideas for the podcast, and and uh, things aren't going to change that much. But we'll see if we can't sprinkle a few new things in here uh, throughout the season. And hey. It means Bearcats, according to Eli, is a weekly thing. That's another thing when the season starts. So I know that's a, a fan favorite. Well, let's go ahead and take a break. My chat with Mike Peterson, it's a good one. It's next right after this here on Bleeding Green. Hi, this is geriatric football coach Bob Green. And you're listening to Bleeding Green with Matt. And welcome back here on Bleeding Green. Very pleased and proud to be joined by number 89, the big Mike Peterson, former tight end for the Bearcats. And uh, Mike, man, thanks so much for taking some time and, and coming on Bleeding Green with me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So let's, uh, I mean, if anybody ever looked like a tight end i will say man you like i think you looked the part as much as anyone i've ever seen if anyone i think just met you at that time you think yeah that guy's a tight end well so. well no i you know i feel like there's one of those things where uh you know i i fit the part of a tight end i might have been a little bit shorter on the shorter end of one but but uh, I think that that uh, fit me well. I was a running back in high school, but when I walked on, I just tried out a tight end, and it and it worked out real well. So nice. Well, yeah, that's such a cool story. Well, I want I definitely want to get to that part. But let's talk about Atlantic, Iowa. I mean, about you know, I did some light googling. About the only thing I know about Atlantic is is uh, yeah. there's a Walmart and an airport, and so that's yeah. kind of like Maryville minus Northwest. <laughs> yeah, pretty much small town. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. It's uh, you know, I coming out of high school um i didn't even want to play football i actually played baseball for a year uh dmac and boone just junior college baseball for a year i i broke my femur my junior year of high school in football on homecoming night uh and then uh still played my senior year and didn't get a lot of looks didn't know what position i'd play if i played football but uh 
but uh, yeah, actually, actually two and a half years out of high school was when I when I walked on. That was kind of a weird journey uh, before I walked on playing baseball. Then I worked back in Atlantic at the at a lumber yard doing forklift work and and uh, flatbed truck delivery and <laughs> stuff like that. Then took night classes at a junior college in Atlantic, the Iowa Western, and then the next fall of 03 is when I. Um, went to uh, move to Council Bluffs and and went to Iowa Western and then worked part time at Menards, and then randomly I, in the spring of '04 is when I just was was talking to myself. I was like, hey, you know, I I think I miss football and I got to do it now if I want to walk on. So made that decision then. Well, and you, your dad had connections to Northwest, right? Your dad Al. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never played football there. He was a uh, an ag major, and then uh, back in you know, 98, 99, or even before that, I go to a few games with him and watch Derek Lane. He was from Atlantic and he was on the 98, 99 national championship team. And he was always a role model of mine, even when I was a little bit, you know, I was seven, eight years younger than him, but even in high school, he broke all the running back records there. And, and I was younger than him. And I, and we went to a few games and even after I was out of high school, my dad just went to Northwest games and uh, just to go there, and, and he loved going there just by himself, and he'd have buddies he'd meet up with. But uh, he ended up talking to Coach T and said, you know, my son is interested in walking on. And uh, Coach T just gave my dad his number and said, hey, have him give me a call. <laughs> so I gave Coach T a call, and he actually tested me out after the 03 season, just just him and I uh, downstairs by the weight room and just went through some uh, some different tests, you know, like the 40 and the standing long jump and the bench and and so on and so forth. But uh, yeah, from then on, he just invited me into spring ball of of 2004. So well, I, I think Coach T said something along the lines of he saw you walk in and thought, okay, you know, all right, maybe this guy can do something. And then he saw you run the 40, and then yeah. he was pretty sure that they. Uh, so so what did you do to prepare for that? I mean, I'm guessing you, know, you weren't just walking in off the street. Right. You know, what's crazy with me is I've always had, you know, a lot of people have the goals of, okay, I'm going to work out hard for this sport or to get better at this. But I've always just had a passion to work out, just to work out. Right. And, and, uh, you know, even when I wasn't, uh, even when I wasn't playing any sports and it was in between that time period of high school to when I walked on, I'd still be out just running sprints just to run sprints. And then I'm, I'm talking like three, four months before I walked on is when I actually thought, okay, I want to go play football. But, um, you know, of course now when I work out, I, I still work out pretty hard, but not like I did when I was younger. I ain't as good as I once was, but, but, uh, but then I was just a workout fanatic. And then, um, uh, but yeah, I just, so, I mean, I came there in shape. I was in shape, you know, overall, I think I just do my own training myself, you know, when I wasn't working or going to school. So, so back to, before we get too much into the Northwest thing in your, yep. uh, you have any favorite like games or moments from high school, either on the diamond or on the football field? Uh, you know, think about that. That's probably, uh, I think it was, it was probably my junior year before the game we played Lewis central where I broke my femur. There's a couple of games before. And, uh, there was like, it was all these ISOs up the middle and I was just, uh, I was, I was just lowering my shoulder and running people over. And, and, uh, and I think it was, I can't remember exactly how many yards I had that game, but I mean, it was, it was probably over. I mean, I probably had 35 carries and, uh, 
well, it's probably over 200 yards, uh, 250 yards or something like that. But, you know, it, that was pretty memorable. My, uh, obviously on the other end of the memory of break my femur against Lewis central was a pretty good game until I broke my femur. And then my senior year, um, Red Oak, which never really, you know, not to talk bad about Red Oak, but they never, when we played, had a very strong school, but, uh, I had, they ended up taking me out at halftime just cause it was an, it ended up being, you know, we end up, I think 50 point or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I had, I had just a few carries and a lot of yards, but, um, on the baseball field, um, I would say, you know, this was crazy after, after I went to DMAC that summer, Okay, before when I started working for Aiken Building Center, I played on this wood bat league team and it was and it was just we're called the Atlantic Braves. And we played some small towns around Atlantic, you know, and some some towns around, you know, like uh, uh, Cumberland, Messina and uh, uh, small towns outside of Harlan. Well, there was one game against I think it was Westphalia and it was in Atlantic. And I've, I've told Dave about this, but it was like the night that. I, I never thought would probably happen, but I ended up being five for five with three home runs, a double and a triple. And uh, so it would have been a cycle, right? If I would have had just would have had one of those as a single, but I, I hit three dingers and then a double and a triple. And then, um, but after that is when I decided I didn't want to go back and play baseball because honestly, I was kind of burnt out on baseball. There's just so many games and I decided to work, see what it was like to, to, you know, work full time. And, uh, and then, yeah, after that, it was obviously getting more into football. What, what positions did you play in baseball? So baseball center field and also first base just depended on, you know, sometimes, uh, with different pitchers we had, if they, if uh, the only other position they, they play is first base, they put me in center, but yeah, both center field and first base. So, all right. Also, you know, I know, Harlan's not too terribly far away where Joel Osborne's from. Did did you play yeah. any of any of the guys that you ended up being on at Northwest with and against what against any of them in high school? So yeah, so I so Joel, I think when I was a senior, I'm pretty sure he was probably a sophomore. He was a couple years because I'm pre- I'm pretty sure he was in Brett Myers class. Brett Myers the one who went to Iowa State from Atlantic and played quarterback. And uh and he was a sophomore when I was a senior. And I don't know if Joel, I don't think Joel was playing yet as a sophomore. I think as a junior and senior, he started once I was done playing at Atlantic. And then uh, when I walked on, he actually came. When I walked on the uh, fall of 03, let's see, I'm thinking he was, yeah, I think he was a red shirt. Pretty sure he was a red shirt at that time. Uh, yeah, so. But I do remember him, you know, in high school. And then, uh, of course, when we saw each other in Northwest, like, hey, hey, how's it going, buddy? You know, I remember you and and uh, and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, that Harlan, obviously, with football, always had a pretty dominant program. They always they always smoked us in football. Gotcha. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, so you arrive at Northwest on campus. I mean, did you did you have a lot of expectations for yourself? Uh, you know, I, I just wanted to make, make the team. I didn't even know a position I was going to play, to be honest at first. And when, when coach T tested me out, then, you know, I gave him my high school highlight film and I knew it was going to be a running back. You know, I just didn't have, I, I know I got a few carries from the backfield when I was playing Northwest, but 
um, you know, he was asking me what position I want to play. I said, yeah, I don't really care. I'll play, you know, I'll play, uh, you know, linebacker. I'll play tight end. I'll play D end. He's like, well, you know, I was thinking tight end and I go, sounds good to me. Let's do it. So, you know, I was in, you know, right at that spring of old, four when we started spring ball i was like fourth or fifth string tight end but then i just learned the offense worked my way up and uh and and it ended up being like a second string guy my first year um more of a blocking tight end and then started a few games that year but uh, i was i was more of a blocking tight end a little bit of a pass catcher but then uh once oh five oh six oh seven those those years hit those were where I was uh, used quite a bit more. Well, and well, tell me about the tight end room when you get there, because uh, Josh Gannon and John Goss, those are guys you are going to be there with your whole time. But Aaron Freilich, mm-hmm. too, the franchise, he yep. was there. Uh, I think he was a senior that 04 season. What was yep. uh, what was that room like being with all those guys? Uh, There's a good group of guys, great group, a great group of guys. Uh, Freilich, um, he had incredible hands. I just remember a few amazing catches he had and, and, you know, we all, we all support each other, no matter who was playing or who was starting. Um, I know that coach Miley, I know I had a tight, different tight end coach every year, coach my Casey Miley. Um, he, uh, he had me start like the third game in, um, against, I think it was Missouri central. And, and he asked me why I'm starting. I said, I just said, why he goes, cause you get after it. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's just one of the things I was always, even though I was a tight end, I, I, I was just a hard nose. I just a player that, that this went all out. And I mean, there was times I might've been a little raw where I needed to keep working on my steps coming out of my stance blocking, but I was a guy that was going to give it, you know, my all every play. And, uh, and they could see that, but uh, it helps, helps that I had, unbelievable unbelievable teammates that uh, were by my side well well tell me about being a tight end because are do you end up being closer to the receivers or closer to the o-linemen oh uh, you know that's a tough one that's a tough one uh i i it's i wouldn't say i'd say it was pretty even to be honest and you know, i was decent buddies with some old linemen i was decent buddies with some receivers um i would uh, I'd almost say a little closer to the old lineman because we'd have to work on, you know, our combos uh, when we're doing inside outside zone blocking and all that and really communicating with each other. So um, maybe a little more of the old lineman that we're a little closer to, I'd say. But uh, the thing about tight end is just such a great position because you can, you know, you get after a blocking, but you also can run routes and get some glory catching the ball and, and scoring as well. Well, so the first game ends up being a record-breaking game, the 77 points against against Moorhead, your, uh, your freshman yep. year there, first year. And and you mentioned that third game against Central. That ends up being Xavier's kind of coming out party where he has yeah. you know, oh, a couple yeah. hundred yards. And any special memories yeah. from that game? Oh, man. I just – I just – that was one of the best – games i i would say because that's another thing i was going to say that game they had me on kickoff and i was the wedge buster and i i just went all out and i remember busting the wedge a couple times and just seeing white light for like four seconds and i guess one of the times i think i got the tackle otherwise i just busted the wedge 
And I just remember like guys like Troy Tisdale and Long and Dave yelling from the sideline, got to get down there, smoke somebody, you know, and it got me all pumped up. But that was kind of the game where, um, you know, I, I kind of started making a name for myself. Like, hey, this guy's this guy's a little crazy, but he's 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 going all out type of guy. But uh, they actually took me off kickoff because they uh, they they started. You know, I, I think it was because one, you know, I, I probably could have ended up just knocking myself out. And then two, this wanted me to have a little bit more energy for, for offense and stuff and not, uh, you know, going all out just on kickoff. So, well, the next week ends up being against Missouri Raleigh. You score your first collegiate touchdown, a, a touchdown catch from Lambeau. Do you remember anything about that catch? Uh, you know, it's been a lot of years. I think it was a boot play or play action on blocking down. And then I just, uh, ran out to the flat and yeah, I mean, it was just a, what was it like a five, six yard touchdown or something? I think so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. But yeah, yeah, that, that was pretty sweet. Seven, first- seven yards. That's what I was, I was looking it up here. Yep. Seven yards. Okay. Yeah. 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 Back in. Yeah. That's. I remember that you bet first touchdown there. And I had this funny that year and then my. Well, it would have been 05 year. I had these huge, that's probably what really made me look a little bigger too, is I had these huge pads, like these things went up to my ear holes on my helmet. And so, so when I'm trying to catch an over the shoulder, uh, you know, ball, I turned to my whole upper body instead of my head. But my, my last two seasons, I ended up wearing a little bit smaller pads, but you know, I think it was that, it was that thing where, where you just wanted to look a little bigger, you know, than you actually were. <laughs> Because I remember the 05, it was the 05 uh, National Championship game. I remember Dave talked to some of his buddies, I guess, on the phone afterwards from Cali, maybe, or I don't know exactly where, uh, but uh, I know he's from Cali. But some of his buddies are like, Look, what is that tight end? Is he like 260? But <laughs> Dave, Dave's always been like, I know we're a couple of the bigger guys, but he's always been at least 15, 20 pounds heavier than me. So like whenever I was 245, he's like 260. If I get up to 250, you know, he's he's probably 265 or 270. So uh, whenever he tells a story about how when he wanted to race me on that uh, when we did our our spring, you know, indoor running, you know, before spring ball mm-hmm. during the winter running, and he always wondered he'd be like, let's let's race, you know, so. He's never got beat by a bigger, fast, you know, bigger guy that's that's fast. And I beat him, and then he won the race again. I beat him again. But <laughs> what he needs to give credit to himself, he he's always he's always 15, 20 pounds heavier than me. So I just maybe looked more compact on the field, especially with those big pads I had. So, I mean, I'm not saying I was a little guy. I mean, I, I when I was there, I, I you know, I got after in the weight room when it was a pretty thick dude. But but Dave, like I said, has always he's been a little bit bigger. <laughs> well, that's funny. Well, it's interesting to me how similar your guys' stories are. You know what I mean? Sure. Out of football, working normal jobs, and then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, end up walking on to Northwest. And, right. You know, yeah. that's pretty cool. And I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Just two walk-ons, and we end up being roommates. I know that, uh, you know, my I, I took a few spring balls off so I can get all four years in. So I know I walked on at almost 21 years old, but uh, we were still roommates for his two years. He was there. We were, we were roommates and got to be real good friends. And uh, the first house we lived at was this little teeny house that looked, I think it was an old garage and like the washer and dryers in the kitchen. And 
we would uh, we <laughs> have another buddy on the team, an old lineman. I won't say his name, but he'd give us deals at High V for for steaks. He'd throw in two, give it for the price of one, and we'd <laughs> we'd be eating steaks and mashed potatoes and broccoli at least three nights a week, maybe four, and whole milk. Because it was like we would do that for the off season, just trying to get as big as we could, you know, strong. And and that was a good memory there, too. And then even before practice, sometimes we had his old TV he bought. Uh, he got this this old box TV and we'd put on Rocky four and just go to the montages and turn it up as high as we could. So we get pumped for practice, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so that was a good memory. But uh, <laughs> so but, yeah, it was, it was always a good time. I mean, even even just uh, the guys that were there and were done in, in 05. I wish they were there even the last two years I was there because, I mean, those were some great guys. Even the guys I played with when I was 06, 07, I mean, some, so, you know, you just you really just create a bond, you know, just like family. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the 04 season was, you know, you guys are rolling at this point, you know, sure. after the, after the central Missouri game, there really aren't any close games. Of course, we know what ends up happening against Missouri Western with, with Lambeau and his hip. And, yeah. um, you know, do you, do you remember, were you on the, were you on the field for that play? Were you on the sidelines? Uh, I think I was on the sideline for that play, but I remember it happened and I was just like, you got to just a freak accident, you know, with his, with his hip. And then that, and it's tough to, I mean, he was, Lambo was definitely a, a versatile overall, just the outstanding quarterback. And he was a big asset to our offense and then losing him. Um, it was, it was obviously tough, you know? So, well, the, the next week is, you know, one of the crazy games, the game at Truman where it was eight, no Bearcats uh, against zero and eight uh, Bulldogs. And I, I've, I've, Anytime yeah. we're talking about the 04 season, I bring up this game and I brought it up to just about everybody. And, um, you know, and it ends up being this, you know, crazy game where it's, you know, Xavier punching it in, diving in late uh, for yeah. the touchdown to to win the game. And I know it was crazy. I'm sure there was a big letdown from from Lambeau being hurt. And, and Truman, obviously, I think had a pretty good game plan against the defense and everything. Any you sure. know, special memories or anything about that game? Uh, you know, I just know, it, I know that they were like, you're saying we were, we were eight, no, when they were on eight, is that what you're, yeah. Or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, Truman at that, we, we should never, maybe we might've been taking a little, I know we didn't have Lambo, but maybe we were kind of taking them maybe a little lightly thinking, okay, hey, they're not too good. You know, they haven't won a game. And, and of course, Truman was, uh, going all out like it's a Super Bowl or something, which we, we shouldn't ever take any game lightly. But, uh, um, you know, I'm just I'm just glad that we uh, found a way to win at the end, even though it, it was <laughs> really close. <laughs> right. Well, then the, the last game of the season, I think, was billed at the time as the, the game of the century. Number one pit against number two, you guys at Arrowhead. It was your first Arrowhead experience. What was that like getting to play in Arrowhead? Stadium? Oh, man. I- that was amazing. That just the, you know, just the fans, the stadium being an NFL stadium. And, 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 uh, of course seemed like there's more fans there as well. They brought in and, and, uh, and it just, you know, adrenaline was extra high, I'd say for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it was a, it was a great experience for sure. Well, it seemed like that game, you know, from, 
talked to several guys from this 04 season. It seemed like that game too was a lot of belief. Like, okay, yes, you know, we, you know, it was a close game. I think you're ahead, ahead in the fourth quarter um, of that one. But I mean, it was, hey, you know, got the best defense in the country. Who knows? You know, give us pit again. Maybe, um, you know, maybe something uh, special can happen. It seemed like that game built confidence for the team after, you know, losing Lambo just a few weeks before that. Sure. Yeah. I'd say built some confidence for sure. You know, and then, and, and I think, was that the game that uh, the Matthews got a concussion and then they put in Edelec? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's tough. Cause I mean, it was a, it was just a, you know, it was definitely a close, another close game. And, and uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember certain things from, <laughs> from that game, but I, I can't remember. I don't think Pitt I had ever it. trailed all season up until that game when you guys had the lead against okay. them. Gotcha. Okay. That was the first time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that was our first, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, first type of, uh, experience with a little more adversity trailing and, and losing. And then, uh, but I mean, I just remember it was still a great experience overall. Mm-hmm. Great experience. Well, you guys get, yeah, back then you used to get a bye week in the playoffs, took on Kingsville in the, in the first round. And that's one of the things that I always remember about Kingsville, kind of, kind of similar to Central, I guess. Central always had guys that were kind of big, physical, impressive looking when they got off the bus. Kingsville, right. it seemed like, always did too. They were always a really athletic team. Yeah. Yeah. They, they seem like they're, uh, you know, I, I guess any, any team from Texas, they always definitely want to tell themselves that they're, they're the best, uh, the most athletic best team out there. But, uh, but no, it, uh, Kingsville I'm trying to remember, oh, crap. Sorry, man. I can't really think. Well, I can't no, remember. no, that's all right. I, <laughs> I, uh, remember. So then you guys, of course, lose at Pitt, but it seemed like something kind of happened in that, in that 04 season, the kind of 03 before you get there, you know, a bit of a letdown, miss the playoffs. In fact, it's the last time that Northwest hasn't gone to the playoffs, which is insane. <laughs> just uh, 20 years ago, you know, that's, that's just yeah. an insane stat, but uh, yeah. it, it seemed like that. Do you remember anything about going into that 05 season. I mean, obviously I know you, you end up breaking your jaw and missing the first couple of games of the season, but, but before yeah. that, um, going into that off season, it was, I mean, did you have a feeling like, okay, you know, I know Freilich's leaving, you know, is, is, is my time. Is that yeah, how you were I, thinking? I that, yeah. I had that feeling. I, I was uh, excited to, uh, to try to be a big asset for the team. And um, I think we're all excited just seeing how the season went and felt bad about what happened to Lambeau and, and, uh, you know, who knows what could have happened if, if he'd ever got injured. But we just wanted to, to say, hey, you know, there's unfinished business and we want to just build upon it. And, and I think that gave us more confidence for, you know, uh, how we did the last season, even though there's a few letdowns. We just we just kind of we just kind of looked at it and said, hey, you know, we're going to become better. And and um, and we're just going to obviously go for a national championship. So. Uh, I think the first goal is just obviously making the playoffs, but we, we all had that vision. I mean, a lot of us knew like, Hey, we can, we can make it to the national championship. We have, we have talented enough players. Um, you know, we have, we have the good cohesiveness as a team and great coaching staff. And, and we knew that that was definitely a possibility. So uh, when, tell me the, the story then about how you broke your jaw and ended up missing the first couple of, uh, couple of games of that Oh five season. <laughs> Yeah. So what's crazy is like two days before I break my jaw, 
Xavier was just talking to me, you know, he was like, man, you got it. That is a huge job, Peterson. That thing, that thing, you gotta, that thing will never break. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I had a shorter face mask and, and it was during two a days and, and, uh, you know, I caught a pass over the middle, um, on a cross route and, and, uh, Brandon Clayton, he just kill shot at me. I mean, it was, it was a great hit. He hit me helmet right underneath the face mask. I mean, straight to my jaw. And, uh, I supposed to be, I held onto the ball. I didn't really know what was going on after this held on to the ball. And I, I got up, slammed it down. And as I was jogging back toward the huddle, I was pretty much knocked out. I ended up doing like a frontward somersault. <laughs> so, and cause I was, you know, I was out of it. And then I had taken my helmet off and I think Dave came over to me first and he's like, and I remember pushing, I remember pushing on my, my jaw and it was hinging where two teeth, I didn't, I didn't lose a tooth. It was actually broke so far to where two teeth on my bottom, uh, you know, toward the middle, but off to the right, were spread apart. So I was like, this isn't good. And then he's, and Kelly comes over there. And then of course they put a titanium plate there. They didn't have to wire it shut. They just put a titanium plate that uh, went over to St. Joe. And then Dave and his wife came over and I was nice to them just to see me after the surgery. And I ended up missing just a couple games, but uh, ended up getting a longer face mask. And uh, so uh, that, that helped out. I, I never thought that would have happened, but uh, yeah, well, well, then yeah, I mean, kind of to what Xavier was saying. I mean, you're a pretty strong-jawed guy, you know, so yeah, you wouldn't yeah. think. <laughs> yeah, well, the doctor Pay, I think Paolillo, Paolillo, I can't really pronounce his name, but he was the one who did my surgery. He was surprised that I broke it, and when he used the screws, it was he had to use twice the length of screws through the titanium plate of like a normal jaw and he couldn't believe that it broke. And I was like, I mean, it was just a great hit by, by you who they call him Brandon Clayton. I mean, <laughs> he, uh, he, he laid wood. He, he wasn't the biggest guy, but man, he, he was explosive. So, and he got me, he got me home with the jaw. And, uh, but I was just grateful that I was able to come back after just missing a couple games. So. Sure. Well, I mean, you, you know, obviously the first couple of games, Mankato and UNO that lose to UNO, but you come back against, against Truman and yeah, your first, well, I guess that was your second career start, but, um, you yeah. end up scoring a touchdown. Yeah. So kind of get right yeah. off the, yeah, with their throwback jerseys we had, uh, that game, Bearcat throwback jersey. Oh, that day. was, that was the real old school that didn't have like a stripe on the shoulder pad or something. You got it. Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah, and I just caught it. I think it was just the go route, caught it over the middle and, and scored. I don't know. I forget how many yards it was, 20, 30, somewhere around there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, that. so it was it was good. To, you know, and when I came back, I didn't think of anything of it, how I was injured. I just I just came back in the swing of things and got back with the guys and, and you know, the great the great group of talented teammates that, that I had. So, and they, they welcomed me right back in, so. Yeah, it seemed like you only knew how to play one way, and that was pedal to the metal. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. So, this mentality, I guess. <laughs> but you guys, uh, you guys get kind of on a little bit of a roll, beat Western and Southern and Emporia. And then, of course, that, that Washburn game, end up losing, uh, losing that one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. At, yeah. At, uh, at home. That's what I was trying to think. I think they kicked a field goal like on the last, yeah, four seconds yeah, left. I think they did. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, that, that, that was a tough one. That was a tough one, but we just had to, uh, 
you know, watch film and learn from it and, and get on to the next week. So, well, I got to ask you about the next game. Next game central. And that catch is the one that I'm going to ask you about is there's like a minute left. I think it was a play action. Yeah. Lambo rolls out and you, you, you end up tipping the ball to yourself um, yeah. in the end yeah. zone. That, that was, a, that. <laughs> do you remember yeah. that play? I do. I do. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what I'm thinking. I just ran a corner route, but I, I, I don't know if, if we were doing like a, some kind of play action or, or, uh, but to get the, you know, get some of the safeties to come up. And then I just went out of the corner and then, um, you know, stuck one hand up, which the last two years I got better at actually putting two hands up for over the shoulder catches. But I had that one hand up and just tipped it to off my face mask and back to my hands and, and luckily held on to it. But, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was definitely a, a, a memorable moment right there. Is it, at what point, or, or was it before the season even? I mean, obviously started off well once you got to, to play against Truman, but at what point, if it was before the season or during or whatever, did you really start to kind of get your confidence? You know, this is really weird, but, I mean, I had pretty good confidence throughout the season, but I felt like for some, you know, usually when, usually for, for most people, even me, in any situation, like, you know, the more tense things get, you know, the more anxious things. But I think once we got towards the playoffs that year is when I started started really kind of just almost kind of calming down mentally and, and feeling more confident, you know, when we end up playing uh, Pitt State and then, of course, in the in the playoffs and then the national championship game that, that 2005 year. But uh, I just think it took a few more games of – of me, you know, uh, starting on a regular basis and, uh, get more comfortable. Um, I mean, I'm sure that central game where I bobbled it, I'm not sure that maybe give me a little confidence, you know, as well. But, um, but, uh, I mean, I would say not just for how I was playing, but just from feeding off other guys and, and, uh, and just, you know, I, I'd, I'd, uh, do it, you know, I'd say, a lot of the guys are out there for each other. And I think that was a big thing where, you know, I'm, I'm not just playing out there for myself. It was about the team and sacrifice and everything for our, our, our buddies and our teammates and our family. And then that feeling being out there, just, just going all out with, you know, as much discipline and passion, but also having fun. And, and uh, I think that was just the, a big part of it to where it made you feel more at home and just more like you could be yourself out there on the field. So I think, uh, you know, game after game for more experience, but also just by the teammates and, and uh, out there, like I said, having discipline, but also just having fun, you know, with your buddies. Well, that first pit game, obviously we know how that one went. It ended up being, I think it was 42-14 at halftime. And, sure. uh, um, you know, and then you guys, of course, win against Baptist. I just remember that game being kind of somber. Not a lot of people there. Some guy, I know Dave set out. There's a couple other guys that didn't play. Um, sure. then of course yep. selection happens, you, you guys, you know, get together as a team. Do you remember when you're watching the selection show before the yeah. playoffs? Yeah, we're inside. Oh man. I forget what that place is called. People listening to this probably know exactly where it's at or guys that were playing <laughs> when I played, but it was over by, it was that spot that was over by, uh, 
kind of by the what are the high rise? I'm trying to think of some of the high rises. It was that spot you can go in and and uh, you get snacks or oh yeah yeah the uh, oh my gosh yeah I lived in Dietrich so I know exactly what you're talking about the yeah. station maybe you know station it might have been the station yeah I think that's what it was and we were all in there as a team and we just barely and they announced we barely snuck in got and we were just I mean everybody was up on their feet and just yelling you know when we got into the playoffs so I mean. Be honest with me. You know, Coach T swears up and down that he was pretty sure you guys were getting in. Um, and I've heard other guys say, ah, you know, not. did you have a feeling? I mean, did you know, yeah, we think we're going to get in? Or did you have any idea? Do you remember? Uh, no, I, I, you know, you wanted to keep that. You wanted to keep optimistic about it, thinking like, hey, we're going to get in. But I honestly, I didn't know for sure. I was just like, you just all hope and faith i guess that we get in and, and luckily we did so well and obviously we we know the story of the road dogs but um was it was it kind of you know the the playoff start was was it kind of like hitting the reset were you guys on a mission was it kind of all all of the above yeah i'd say i would say i mean i'd just say just just on a mission and and uh you know, I think um, even though we're on the road the whole time, we were just trying to make the best out of it. And, and uh, I mean, that was some of the best memories, just just off the field with the guys. Everybody, Everybody's just having fun and, and enjoying it, living in the moment, you know, getting ready, obviously, getting mentally, mentally prepared for the game. But, you know, everybody's just enjoying each other. And uh, I think that's what was really important there, um, you know, going from road road game to road game. Well, yeah, and it's just you guys. There's there's not, you know, you're not walking around campus. You're not, you know, I mean, it's just you guys kind of get away, and it's just the team, and it seemed like there was kind of something special that happened during that playoff run. Yeah, no, I think that's that point through that, as we were road dogs, I feel like we even grew closer as a team, to be honest. You know, the coaching staff, the players, everybody. Um, you know, the training staff, I think, I think at that point um, – yeah, that's that's where we all just just really, I'd say, bonded even more. Well, guys go down to Texas and play Angelo State, and I'm sure all the guys on the team that were from Texas probably felt that uh, was probably a good, <laughs> it was probably a good yeah. nice feeling to go put a beat down on them. Yeah, it was definitely yes, especially being you know at their place in Texas and and uh, you know not stereotype, but a lot of Texas. Uh, colleges think that they're the only ones that probably the best to play football out there, but no, I shouldn't say that, uh, but, but uh, <laughs> put a little beat down on them. And uh, yeah, so that felt, that felt really good. That felt really good. Well, then the revenge tour starts, you guys go to Washburn and, and, uh, end up 42, 32 doesn't look like that comfortable of a win, but it was, they scored some late points and, and you guys, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and you get probably a game, that you wanted to get, you get to go to pit and you get another shot at them. Yep. Yep. That's that game. I, I just remember that game. I was blocking a DN that was one of the harder DNs to block besides, well, probably second hardest DN Dave, when practice Dave Tolson was probably the first hardest to block. But, uh, but uh, this guy was like, I don't know. He was just like a thick bowling ball. And I could not really move the guy, but I also, so I was just trying to position block, just get my body in front of him. But, but luckily we were able to, to come through and uh, come out with the W on that game. 
Well, and there's there's going to be a theme here as we talk about kind of big games, clutch performances that it seemed like you mentioned maybe something slowed down or you felt a little bit at ease in kind of those big pressure situations. And, um, you know, six for 106, you scored the 57-yard touchdown um, yeah. against them. What? Uh, yeah. Tell me about that play. Tell me about that long touchdown. Yeah, I think it was just another go route. Uh, it's just a go route, and I was able to – outrun i think the linebacker trying to stay with me and outrun him and then uh and uh yeah lambo threw it right on the money and right in stride and and uh me and my big pads that that year trotting down the field <laughs> yeah that uh yeah yeah that was a that was a good game i just it's good memory that yeah, big it was a longer touchdown and and uh yeah i just felt i felt good i, I felt during that time i started feeling real comfortable you know, didn't feel, you know, the nerves as much, just kind of feeling more kind of like humble in my confidence, more in courageous in the character. I don't know. That's a quote I got sometime, but, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just felt a little more at ease and, and, uh, play fast, but, you know, think kind of think clear, but, but play fast and not, not think too fast, you know? Well, you guys get, the first the first trip to Florence against North Alabama, of course, we know Raphael Robinson with his his great catch of Lambeau. It's kind of clutch. Dave Sack at the very end. Um, yeah, yeah. I just Kaiser had a safe. Did Kaiser, Kaiser have a safety? I think so. Was it him yeah. that had it? Yeah, he did. Yes. Yeah, I remember that safety. Then Dave the Sack, and then Rob, yeah, Raphael Robinson with that top ten plays of the week catch. Mm-hmm made but uh yeah those guys those guys actually to be honest i felt like that was a good team we played northern alabama is that what we're talking Mm -hmm. right yes yeah yeah they were a good team they had some i mean especially when i was like trying to block their outside linebacker i mean they just seemed they seemed fast i feel like they seem real fast uh i know xavier if i remember right had a pretty long run for a touchdown that game Uh, 67 yarder yeah yeah so but yeah, I just felt like uh, you know Grand Valley was a good team, but North Alabama. I mean, they were they definitely were uh, a tough team. So I'm glad we were able to skate through. And I think that was the end of the game where people got into it. I yes. think. Remember mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> kind of a little brawl went on, but it got broke up though pretty quick. I don't know what happened, but. I shouldn't even have brought that up, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's come up on another episode. Some words were said, and uh, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. then, of course, the, the national championship game is, uh, you know, I mean, again, you go yeah. nine for 150. I think it's one of the – it definitely was at the time like the fourth or fifth most receiving yards in a, in a national championship game, although I know you'd rather have the ring than any of yeah. those stats. Um, yeah. Great play on the 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 touchdown in the first quarter. I think you you run over, spin away yeah. from two guys or something. You run over another guy into the end zone. If I'm thinking well, about rem- the right play, yeah, yeah, that's it. But I I do remember, you know, we have all these festivities a few nights before the game, and like we meet the players and we do stuff where people are on the hot seat, you know, from each team, like in this in this little auditorium. And I remember we're looking at this safety. We're like from Grand Valley. I forget his name, but he's a big safety. Like he's like, you know, he's like six two or six three, probably two thirty, two two forty. I mean, kind of like 
we're about the same size. I might have been a little heavier, but he was the one that had the kill shot on me. And I think his angle was a little bit off because he bounced off me, but he, he, it wasn't a solid. I just remember my back. You know how someone picks you up and they crack your back? Mm-hmm. That's what I felt like. I held on to the ball. He smoked me. I felt like my vertebrae, it kind of felt good, you know, like the cracker, crack, crack. I landed. He kind of fell down and then turned around. And then I ended up, you know, uh, just lowering my shoulder in the end zone. I think I brought the guy in the end zone with me. But, uh, but yeah, I just, I just remember that about that safety everybody's talking about was just this big dude and probably lucky he didn't hit me real square, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, is that the running back in you? I mean, it always seemed like you, you know, usually think, okay, you know, the defender is going to punish the offensive guy. I mean, you were a guy when you had the ball, it seemed like you were the one doing the punishing. Yeah. I try to be that guy or I'd look for someone like I would, I try to be the hammer and just look for someone to run over. Um, and, uh, I, I wish I would have done a little more. I didn't do a whole lot of hurdling. I know later on in that game, I did a little hurdle, but if I just, I know it, you know, guys kind of, guys kind of um regret it you know these days because it's not it's not going as good anymore and people try to hurdle they people are ready for defenders and uh take their legs out but uh yeah i'd usually try to lower my shoulder um but i try to be a little more of a universal guy or i who knows maybe i juke here and there maybe i maybe i do a little hurdle but uh most of the time i'd i'd be looking for a little contact <laughs> well well there was another play too later I don't remember if it was in the third quarter or I know it was a third down play. It might've been, it might've been to set up that field goal actually to go ahead early in the fourth quarter where um, yeah. Lambo, I don't even know how he doesn't get sacked on the play right. and he just yeah. kind of throws it to a little, uh, you know, a little cross you're on like a little crossing route and he yep. went for like 61 yards or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh man. I'm trying to, so this is the weirdest thing, because even two years after that, 06, 07, like I played and I was pretty calm and played with the clear mind. But for some reason, that game, when I look back to my college career, I wish it was like that every game. But I, I felt like that game, I had this calm, cool, collected mind the whole game. It was a weird thing. And I don't know what happened, but that happened that game. And I guess it shows like I just, I, I you know, I, I don't even remember much about the play. I'm obviously I saw it you know, afterwards, you know, from the, the, on, on the video, but yeah, I guess I, I, you know, I got the ball over the middle and the guy's on my Jersey and I hurdled a guy and then he, that guy took the other guy out and then I ended up juking a guy and eventually, you know, I, I got ran down. I, I should have, you know, got my condition. I should have my conditioning up and had a little more wheels, but I got hauled down at the, whatever it was, 20 or 15 yard line or, uh, or 10 or, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, that was probably one of the longer, one of the longer, uh, one of the longer receptions there of, of my career. Did Xavier, I think it was Brandon Carr that, that ran you down. Did, did Xavier ever give you a hard time about, uh, about him running you down and, oh, <laughs> and he of course yeah. outruns him on the 98 yard. Of course he did have yeah. the screen. You didn't have a screen there yeah. to see where he was <laughs> behind you. That's right. Yeah. Okay. It was Brandon Carr. Yep. Yeah. And then that's where. No, he never did give me a hard time on that, but I do remember that when we played him that next year. No, wait, no, that would have been two years. Yeah, uh-huh, two years. Yep, in 07. Yeah. Was home. Mm-hmm. yeah, yep. And then that was that long run where, where yeah, Xavier saw in the screen. He just kind of gave that little, that last little cut to avoid the tackle from Brandon Carr. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was too bad we couldn't score in that last, uh, where we had to settle for that field goal. 
because then that ended up being that ended up kind of uh kind of haunting us a little bit yeah. i think yeah bobble away from winning a national championship essentially yeah that one yeah um, yep. How do you look back on the season? I mean, there obviously there's a lot of great guys who are seniors. There ends up being a fair amount of turnover. Um, I feel like, mm-hmm. although, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about 06. You guys have a wonderful season, but um, you know, you you do make you know honorable mention in my double A. Is was that kind of proven something to yourself or other people or? Uh, you know, I just uh, I was just focusing on you know week to week and then being my best and and whatever happened happened and and uh, I think that uh, the, the playoff run, especially that Pitt State game, and then obviously the the national championship game helped me out uh, get my name out there more. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just uh, I'd say try to build off that in the future and and uh, and try to. Uh, trying to think back to where oh, see yeah, i screwed up right there again <laughs> dang it sorry <laughs> no. you have to cut that <laughs> no you're good so when you go into 06 um yep. you know you're you're uh, taking more of a leadership role obviously you become a captain um yep. and you know was that a different off season, a different fall camp for you for kind of stepping up. I mean, obviously you kind of, you know, you end up proving you're kind of the guy at tight end, although you guys had some, had some good tight ends at the time. Um, you sure. know, you end up being second in, in catches and touchdowns, I think maybe even yards in, uh, in, in 05 as well. So, do, you know, do you remember having, having more of a, more of a leadership role throughout the off season going into 06? Yeah, I think I did. I remember, uh, you know, I, I'd want to make sure and get all the guys there for our seven on seven, which uh, in the summer, which, you know, we didn't have to do it, but it was good for, you know, good to stay consistent with that week in and week out. And, and, uh, and, you know, I, I wasn't one of the guys that, that would probably say a lot of the good speeches in front of the guys, but I, I would just try to show by, you know, the effort I put out and just my, just my, um, you know, just my energy and, and body language and things like that. And here and there, you know, I'd say some stuff, but, uh, but yeah, I, I'd say, of course, I'd take a little more of the leadership role. Well, everybody leads in different ways and it takes, mm-hmm. uh, t- it takes them all, of course. Um, but you know, y- you lose a lot of guys going into that season. Do you remember what kind of the expectations were? Um, I mean, was it, Hey, we got to, we got to get back there. You know, we got a lot of guys who, who played a big part. Just obviously you're, you're checking boxes off. You can't count your chickens before they hatch or anything like that. But, but going right. in the expectations the, or going in the season is the expectation in the locker room to, to make it back to Florence. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, that, that was definitely our goal. We, you know, we knew we definitely, uh, you know, if we just, just kept working hard and, and uh, believed in each other that we could definitely make it back there. Never take any game lightly and, and, uh, you know, every day counts, you know, the weight room, um, watching film, um, being there for each other, you know, picking each other up. And, uh, yeah, we, we definitely had that that vision to get back to the national championship. And it's just weird, the probability where I was there from 04 to 07, national champion, uh, you know, being a national championship contender five, or three years in a row, 05, 06, 07. You would think the probability would be, one year at least to win that, but it's just too bad. It was three years, 
in a row yeah. didn't go our way but <laughs> yeah and then after you left it was still 08 and it took until 09 so that's right yeah 08 then 09 they finally did and then they've still what one how many more since then mm-hmm. two or three yeah more. three more since then yeah 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 Jeez. but uh yeah so yeah we were uh we we did lose some guys uh oh, i don't want to touch on uh, one of the guys who we had a real bad back, and uh, he, he, you know, he still played through it. Uh, Heath Finch, he uh, was a linebacker, and he he still played. He got in quite a bit and played, and he was the guy with the big cowboy collar, or I don't know if it was call, called a cowboy collar, but um, but yeah, real bad back. Um, what's crazy is this is just a side note on you know I'd say five six years after we we're done playing football, I went to his wedding, met his sister there. And that's who I end up dating and, and getting married to. And that's who I have my two kids with. So that's uh, that's kind of a weird way. But it, that, that just goes to show, like, just going down the road, going to one of my buddy's weddings, not not planning on meeting anybody. And uh, I meet his sister. And, of course, be, between me and Heath for a while, it was a little bit weird. Between <laughs> A little bit weird. But then I think after a while, he was like, well, I'd rather be Mike than some other guys I know. I think he's <laughs> So, <laughs> well, that's anyway. neat. the the connections like that are that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty good connections. But yeah, so we end up losing. I mean, we lost some some great players in in '05. Um, you know, of course, you got you got Dave and you got Lambo and uh, you got Long and and or no, I'm sorry about that. I'm trying to think. Long was done. Yeah, he was '04. Him and Tisdale and Bostwick were all done in 04. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yes, 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 yes. Yep, that, they're 04. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they still lost some good guys. and uh, But we just had to build off it, and, and other guys definitely stepped up. And, uh, of course, you still have, you know, Xavier was there four years in a row dominating as a running back, so that was a good thing. And, and of course, we always had that, that great defense and trying to pick up uh, you know, the defense after some of the guys left in 05, we had, you know, we still had, uh, um, Kaiser and we had, uh, Ryan waters, water, yeah. Waters and harness and harness. And, and, uh, yeah, yeah. It's tough to remember right now all these years, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) we, you guys, uh, start off the season. It's Mankato and UNO again, except you guys get them at home in 06 as opposed to 05. And, and, oh, yeah. uh, Mankato, right. there ends up, it's a close game. I think it was tied at some point. There's a roughing the kicker penalty. And then you end up having a, like a 30 some yard touchdown. Um, after that penalty that kind of kept the drive alive, that ends up being kind of a comfortable win. You guys end up smoking UNO 31, nothing that never happened. They were a yeah. good team. And, yeah. It would seem like it was always a dog fight between you guys and, and UNO. And oh, yeah. And I think yeah. that was the oh, first year. Yeah, 06 was the first year they were in the MIAA. Right, yeah. And I really wanted to play in that 05. Remember when I – Oh, yeah, out, and your jaw was broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of the games I had to stay on the sideline. That's right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they always had a tough team, you know, I, I felt like. Their offense and their defense. And, I mean, their overall team was great. I couldn't believe they got rid of that program, a uh, football program at UNO. But, uh, yeah, we ended up beating them. Yeah, you said 31-0? Mm-hmm. One zip, yeah. So that was a that was a big win. <laughs> and there's a few other close games. I mean, Truman, you guys didn't smoke them. Missouri Western ends up being a, a, a late Tommy Freevert field goal, I think, to, to uh, win that right. one. 
And uh, and then after Southern, you guys, I mean, Washburn ends up being a somewhat close game, but you guys really kind of got on a roll um, mm. as as that season went on. I mean, you you had a young Josh Matthews, and he was playing really well. Um, the mm-hmm. defense was playing really well. I mean, it had to. Yeah. Your confidence had to keep building, especially when you had so many guys to replace. And towards the second half of the year, you guys really seemed to to uh, hit a, hit another gear. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, we hit another gear, and and uh, you know, there's guys that that were willing to step up uh, in all positions, and you know, I even remember uh, John Goss, you know, and, and Gannon as tight ends. You know, they they were doing really well themselves with both blocking and receiving, and and uh, and you know, our defense was staying solid. So yeah, we yeah we were definitely trying to stay trying to stay dominant. What do you guys tell me a little bit about the offense? Because I know you guys ran, um, you know, you're running more two tight end sets, but then sometimes you go five wide and you'd you'd end up being split out wide. Yeah, was there kind of a a change? Seems like maybe that's when AD was some some of his fingerprints were more on the stuff we started seeing more going forward from like '06 and on. Yeah, yeah, I changed it up a little bit. Yeah, the yeah, Doral did. Um, and there was times where there was five wide where there was no tight end in at all. Um, but uh, yeah, there there were some times where I was in the slot or out wide, or there was times where I even remember I was a, a decoy for for Kendall Wright, and all I do is just sprint as fast as I could down the field, and he cut underneath about 15, 20 yards downfield, and get you know take the top off, and and he he get that pass underneath. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're both, you know, Tatum, when we had him, I thought he was, thought he was great. And, and Doral had a lot of his, a lot of great greatness up his sleeves too, with what he did and how he designed the offense. Well, that, I mentioned that Washburn game, you have a couple touchdowns in that one. That seemed to be kind of the turning point. And, uh, sure. the, the other one I got to talk about is the pit game that year. Cause it's, um, that ends up being like the Sheldon cook show, and uh, he just like uh, Xavier was hurt, and he just went off that game. And Pitt was a good team, and you guys just smoked him. It was forty-one to fourteen. Yes. Oh man, it's crazy that I haven't even thought about that. And when you bring it up, and it brings back the memories of Sheldon Cook just running all over the place. Yeah, that's right. But and we had oh, go yeah. ahead. Sorry. Well, I would say also we had uh, Ron Council who went through. He was a guy who was just, man, he persevered so much with few injuries he had and came back and, and did well himself. Um, I think that was the next, might have been the next year. Yeah, one of the, I'm, he broke his leg one year, didn't he? And then he yeah. got hurt another time too. Yeah, yeah, like two different times. And then he and then he came back and, I mean, he was there even after I was out of there and, and he ended up doing really well. Yeah, but, uh, 08 and 09, he was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got real spoiled with him and uh, Xavier back to back. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sheldon Cook didn't have my favorite carry in the pit game. That goes to you, and it was I think seven yards or something like that in the second half. You, um, okay. you bowl over a guy in a touchdown run. That was the first time we got to see like Mike Peterson, the running back. Running back. Oh, okay. I'm trying to remember this. For right now, I'm drawing a blank. Okay, this was at. It was at Arrowhead. This is and, at Arrowhead, and it was one of the few times. Oh, oh, seven, you would carry the ball some, some a little bit more. 
um, a few times, but oh six, this was like one of the only times. Okay, or I got is like a seven yard touchdown run. Yeah. For some reason, I can barely remember that. I might have got a concussion. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I mean, there's I, I can faintly remember that right now. But so, yeah, that, that I mean, was that was that something that came about? you being in the backfield. I mean, obviously you, you played there in, in high school, but was it something yeah. that, I mean, did you talk the coaches into that? Was that because that, you know, you're already down some running backs. Do you remember how that exactly came about even in practice? I, I think, yeah, well, obviously, yeah, I think we went over some of that in practice where I was in the backfield, but uh, yeah, you're talking. Oh, seven, six here? or no, you're still talking 06. Oh, six. Oh, five. Okay. Oh, six. And that's Doral. That's when he's, he's first started being the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So, you know, I remember he always talked about me like, Oh, Peterson, he was a running back in high school, get the ball in his hands. And he would, so he would, he actually, he actually put some plays out there where I'd be in the backfield. So he actually, he, he would ask me if I want to do it. And I'm like, sure. I'll run, you know, I'll, I'll set up in the backfield, get some handoffs and try to try to get my, my shoulders down. What's crazy in high school, I, I never ran with my shoulders down. I ran straight up like Roger Craig, and that's probably why I broke my femur. But I was able to <laughs> get my shoulders down a little bit more, get you know, uh, get a little bit more lower to the ground when I was running the ball in college. But uh, I, I do kind of remember that now, that first touchdown run by me in, uh, in college there. So the playoffs roll around, Midwestern State. That's the famous do it for the kids where it was uh, – uh, they rule it a fumble. They they correctly change it to an incomplete pass, which I, I don't know. No. Oh, yeah. Coach T was using his Jedi mind tricks, I think, on him. First time that like a coach somehow got something overturned. I but like. it was the right call. I mean, they did get it right yeah. to their credit. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. And but and cake you... the kids. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. You gotta do what's right for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Well, oh, it was a perfect was time for, for KQ2 to have him mic'd up. I mean, if it was ever yeah. going to happen. And yep. in fact, that video is still out there somewhere. It's on YouTube. I found it here yeah. not, yeah, it's not on, too long I, ago. I feel like it's on one of the, even one of our, you know, our highlight videos. It probably is. It, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, good stuff. But, uh, and, uh, well, I mean, you know, playoff games in Maryville, we know how that's going to go. That's pretty much always going to end in a in a bearcat win you guys it's the the battle with danny woodhead and against shadron state the next week and i think that was his career low was like 16 yards that was that game yeah that was awesome how the defense held him to and then i mean you even had Urs bomber back there as mm-hmm. a linebacker you know and i mean all those guys a whole it's crazy how they shut him down that's a good deal yeah and yeah you end up with a touchdown catch in that one and then the Bloomsburg yep. game, which is always an odd one, it was a Sunday, like afternoon at like four or oh. something. I think it's because it didn't have lights. And I think maybe they, I think that's when ESPN maybe brought in lights just for that game. Because I think they right. needed them at the end. Yep. 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 And then they got that's lights. Right. And then we got lights at Bearcat Stadium in the off season <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of weird. That was a, uh... I don't even remember what the final score of that game was. 33 to three. So we beat them by pretty good there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, every, okay. but the guys I've talked to said it was, they were a pretty physical team. Maybe that score yeah. didn't quite do Bloomsburg justice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like they were a pretty physical team. I, I mean, I, I just, 
if I remember right, I, I might have had just a couple catches that game or one or two just over the middle or something. Uh, I can't totally remember there. But, uh, yeah, but, I mean, all in all, it's just a great, you know, uh, just, just a great uh, win for, for the team. Then of course, hey, you're going back to Florence again. That's fun. You get Grand Valley again. Was was there a different feeling about it? Because I feel like in 05, you guys, you know, it's the road dogs. You you were definitely the underdogs going into that one. It seemed mm-hmm. like, I mean, I know they still had Cullen Finnerty and uh and, and a lot of their good players, but it seemed like maybe uh it's like maybe the Bearcats were favored in that game. Did, did, did it feel any different? Uh, it might've been, maybe we were a little bit favored. Uh, I felt like, I mean, we played, you know, we played well, I thought, but, uh, I think overall we had a little more of that, little more of that, uh, that tenacity and that, uh, you know, that, that will to really want to just get after it and, and prove to people how good we are the year before um but not taking anything away we did we had a great game in uh in 06 but uh but yeah maybe maybe we were like maybe a little bit favored that year it was one versus two and i think they were still one but it, i mean you both guys were both undefeated sure okay going into that game yeah. so yeah yeah um, you know it's just crazy how how that was a real close game again all three years you know mm-hmm. two years against uh, Grand Valley in that last year against Valdosta State, all three were within what seven points. Yeah, Three's, and it comes comes seven, down to the wire. It was twenty one seventeen oh five. This one was seventeen fourteen, with some kind of inopportune turnovers in the red zone. Um, yeah, yeah. All three years it was crazy. All three years there was. I mean, you can't blame it on one play. But my senior year, I had that holding penalty when Xavier had a decent run and got called back. If that wouldn't have happened, we could have scored. You can't blame it on one play. But like all three years, you know, you have the bobbled catch on in 05, 06, we have, uh, I, uh, I think a fumble. And then in 07 is when I had that holding penalty. And then like I'm saying, I'm, I'm not even saying any names or anything and you can't blame it on one play, but it just, it's just crazy how if, if one play that kind of stands out on all three of those years, it would have been just a little different, you know, we could have won, but like I said, you should never blame it on one play and, and all three games were you know, fought hard and, and, and every single one of our players are given their best effort the whole time. Oh, sure. And it was all kind of uncharacteristic things, certainly, you know, yeah, I don't think you could ever look at me like, oh, well that guy, um, you know, it was just kind of like, ah, you know, and you, 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 uh, you know, one, you're playing a good team. You're like, sure. likely to make mistakes. Grand Valley made their share too. But, mm-hmm. um, so, so how do you reload and go again? You come back for your senior season 07, obviously you're captain again. Um, how do you kind of refocus in the off season? Do you just put it back in your mind, forget about it? It's time to go on to the next one. You know, you just, you just kind of just, you say, yeah, you kind of put it in the back of your mind. Um, you know that, you know what happened. Uh, but you also know, on the other hand, the potential we have as a team and we can get back there, we can win it. So we stayed hungry. And, uh, and of course we, we didn't want to take anything lightly uh, in a way from the, the two seasons prior in the national championship. It, it almost kind of, you know, it almost made us just, you know, try to fight a little bit harder um, kind of thinking, you know, kind of thinking like, you know, we let ourselves down a little bit to where, 
we want to prove ourselves, our team, our, our, our community, our, our whole, you know, the whole college that we can actually win this thing. And, uh, and of course we, we get back there again, but, uh, but definitely not thinking that that was going to happen the third year in a row. <laughs> right. Well, and there's some, it ends up being some kind of quarterback rotation. Um, you know, Josh ends up winning the, 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 uh, you know, battle early on. Then of course he has some injuries ends up, you know, Joel <laughs> starts his fair share of games including the last, last few at the end. Does that, yep. I mean, every, everybody, every guy's a little bit different. I mean, do, how do you adjust to that from when, um, and it's no secret, like Northwest has had a lot of success, you know, bringing guys in for the third or fourth drive or, or whatever it is for years and years and years. Um, how do you adjust to that as, as a receiver? Uh, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of get used to both guys cause during practice, you know, you're, it just depends. It just depends, you know, who's in, who's out. Uh, but you know, I got used to catching the balls from both guys from Matthews and Osborne. Um, they, they're both talented guys. Um, Matthews, he, he had a, he had a cannon. I mean, he threw mm-hmm. some crazy, even just sidearm balls underneath, underneath defenders arms. And, and then Osborne, of course, he was a, a great overall quarterback and, and a great leader. Um, but uh, I just, I just tried to adjust to, to both of them. I, I'd even, there's times even after practice, I remember I'd catch balls from, from Matthews and there's times I'd catch balls from Osborne. So it's just kind of, you know, creating that, it's kind of creating that uh, cohesiveness and chemistry with each quarterback um, type of deal there. Just kind of like I did the years prior with, with Lambeau. Well, and the, the season starts by the game that never was against Arkansas Tech. They're, I guess we're up like 21 nothing or something like that pretty early in the game. I don't even know if it was the second quarter yet and storms yeah. come through game ends up getting, getting abandoned lightning. and canceled lightning, right? Yeah. Lightning. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. That's right. I just remember sitting in the locker room for a really long time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm sure that wasn't very fun, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, guys travel to UNO and, and they get you guys again. They scored 19 points in the fourth quarter. Um <sighs> You had an 82 yard catch that wasn't a touchdown. I think you got tackled yeah. late. You, yep. you ran over a guy, stiff armed somebody else. <laughs> it seemed like it was such a crazy run, but it seemed like, it, you know, again, you had the big 61 yarder that, that wasn't a touchdown. And, and then you have this yeah. big, long, uh, yeah. long one that ends up being kind of a memorable run. Yeah, it was, uh, that was the game where, so before that, you know, during two days, I was, uh, kind of the guy who I should have been, you know, I should have been stepping out and letting other guys get in more, but I, I just taken a lot of reps and it was a new, uh, the new, the first year with the field turf and it was pretty hot and I, I got myself pretty dehydrated a, a few times. And so then I got to the point where I was like, I'm not going to get dehydrated anymore. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start drinking Pedialyte and a couple gallons of water a day. And I actually overhydrated. And, uh, during that game, I mean, I was bloated up everywhere and uh, I don't remember a whole lot of that game. Um, I think I might have got a little bit of a – I'm not sure exactly, but I, uh, I, I, did, I did catch the ball and end up just spinning out of on the sideline and stiff arming and got hauled down. But I don't remember a whole lot of that. They actually kept me out the next week. Because, yeah, you missed the Mo West game. That's what I was going to ask because I didn't remember yeah, why. I just knew you did. It might have been a little bit of a concussion from when I got hauled down there when I banged my head, but I was also – it's called hyponatremia. It's something that never really happens. You can actually overhydrate. 
So uh, that night after that game, uh, on the way home, they took me to the hospital. And then my uh, what happens is you, you if you have so much fluid in you, uh, I know Kelly, she was wondering what was going on. I don't know. This was in the bus on the way home. And she was giving me some salted peanuts to put in my mouth to get my salt levels back up. Um, just because of, no matter what, if you have too much uh, fluids in your body at once, it just makes your sodium levels just drop. And, uh, it basically, if, you know, you flood your, I mean, your brain, your organs, and, and, uh, I never thought that it could ever happen, but it does happen. It happened to me. So I over, I overhydrated and, uh, it's the weirdest feeling. I thought, uh, I mean, it, you get really, uh, disoriented. I didn't really know what was going on. I'm surprised I was in that whole game because I, I graded out. Usually I graded out during film session, like 80, 90%. I graded out like a 52%. So like, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, luckily made that catch, but yeah, to anybody out there that is getting dehydrated, uh, hydrate, but don't overhydrate. <laughs> so, uh, um, but yeah, it was kind of a scary, scary thing there. Uh, I know we joke about it now, but it was definitely a scary thing. And, and, uh, but I was able to come back, you know, have a week off and then, uh, was able to come back the, the next week. So you guys beat Truman pretty good. The, the Baptist game still, still an all timer record breaker, 86 points, 86 to 13 was that uh, score. Still the most points ever scored by the Bearcats. Um, nice. It's 50 to nothing midway through the second quarter. <laughs> that's how, that's kind of how that game went. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just crazy. It's pure domination. Yeah. yeah. And then you come back the next week. And it's one of my favorite games of all time. It was the Arrowhead game against Pitt that year where the fourth uh, and goal save you over the top. But there's oh, so yeah. many, there's so many crazy things that happened in that game. Um, even yeah. just to get to overtime, Pitt, Pitt had a chip shot field goal that they missed. Um, otherwise they would have won it in regulation. They then right. their kicker comes back, makes a field goal. And I'm pretty sure Xavier was cramping on that overtime drive sheldon cook came in for a couple of carries and anyway comes out there fourth and goal i mean who who else who would you rather give the ball to (laughs) yeah up over the top i just remember yeah he scored and we did our little xavier we did all our handshake where we just like hit one hand hit the other hand then we hook our forearms or elbows into each other i remember that yeah and he he uh he was always good at going over the top there yeah, that was kind of that was his thing. <laughs> one of them, one of them. One, that was a good. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. a good, a good one. But there's up being kind of some close games. You end up several games closer. The central game, they end up having to go for two and don't make it. Um, in yeah. uh, at Hayes in a time when Hayes wasn't, you know, the team that they became to be, kind of in the late 2010s. Um, sure. Seventeen ten game there. Washburn, um, they end up missing an extra point and then i think joel leads a drive late in that game for uh yeah with hits kindle right for a touchdown with less than a minute left okay and uh then you guys something kind of seemed to click or something played Emporia. you have a late um touchdown catch you also had a run in that game where you ran over some guy this this is kind of when you started carrying the ball a little bit more Okay. Yeah. In well, in start- in oh. 07. Yeah. You you would okay. get it seemed like a carry or two a game, especially okay. after the se- like in the second half of the year and in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. 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 That was just. Uh, I mean, I think it was just the confidence that AD had 
in me uh, as a running back to, to carry the ball a few times, you know, to be a versatile player. So, yeah. You guys yeah. play on why. No, but, go ahead. Sorry. I, was, I don't know why I was in. I guess it's just, I guess it's just that the decision saying, Hey, we should just, should, should give big Mike some, uh, some carries a few times a game. <laughs> well, and you, heck you, you did pretty well with them. That's for sure. Um, yeah, appreciate it. Well, playoff start. You guys have a fairly easy game against West Texas, and and it's kind of Oman Woodhead 2.0. You guys have to go up to Shadron. That's the game. I think they had oh. snow piled up on the field. Oh. Ground was hard, so hard. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they had to. It was snow. Snow piled up, and they had to take out the. Uh, you know, they had to keep on. Uh, doing the lines to, oh shoot, I'm going to cut that part out. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> but yeah, they just had to keep up, you know, because it just kept snowing. And but we just had to be a little. We, we definitely had to be a little bit more, uh, you know, under. We had to be over our. We didn't have to try not to cut too hard, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You know, want to try to throttle down a little bit and and uh, not to be slipping around. Well, it seemed like the defense always got pretty fired up too when when they went against Danny Woodhead. Yeah. Oh yeah. From the fans' perspective, there was always the "Hey, our guy's better than your guy" um, thing, especially this '07 season that sure Xavier yeah. had was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But do you yeah, remember practices always. being a little extra, a little extra that week? Uh, you know, I totally can't remember, but I'm sure they were getting ready for. <laughs> For Woodhead, yeah, and uh, and and yeah, Shatter State they played hard. They they were a tough team, but I was just lucky that uh, we were able to. Our defense was able to to really handle Woodhead there. Yeah, they were the top region or top seed in the region that year too. So they had had they had quite a year. But the next week, well, you know, it's one of the, one of the great games. We mentioned it already. The the Ice Bowl, as I like to refer to, against Grand Valley. Oh with, yeah, oh. with Xavier's. Uh, 98 yard run. Yep. You could stay on the screen and, and, uh, took that little juke just to get Brandon Carr away from him. Yeah. That was a great, that was a great game. It was definitely a colder game. That was probably one of the colder ones that that's why it's called the ice bowl. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I put, I, I went out, you know, with no sleeves. Some guys wore the long sleeves, but I put the Vaseline up and down my arms. That was like the trick to where they could keep them from being <laughs> too cold. But of course, with all the adrenaline, you know the guys are all revved up, ready to play. We're not even thinking about the cold. I mean, we're on the sideline, maybe in front of the heater a little bit. But uh, you know, I know I did have a fumble in that game. I should have held on to the ball after a catch, or I fumbled down the sideline. Um, but uh, but no, that that was a good uh, overall team effort, offensively and defensively there. Yeah, it, it was one of the great games. One of my favorite memories of of. Uh being there it's just uh you know and finally hey finally get you know beat grand valley yeah exactly yeah we beat we finally beat grand valley in the semi and then we get the national championship against valdosta state but uh yeah not that again close game and then that ended up ended up falling short making a few mistakes um but uh you know I, that was the game where there was uh i know it toward the end of the game there i know that uh there was a uh, run by Xavier, and, and I was uh, 
blocking the DN and he spun out of me. I held on to him a little bit too long and they called a holding on me and it got brought back. I mean, it would have been like, a, I don't know, it would have been a 15, 20 yard run by Xavier. And then that got brought back. And then from then on, you know, we, we didn't quite, uh, we didn't quite, we didn't get her. So. Well, you had a touchdown right before halftime. I think you had like three catches in a row or something like that on that drive. Oh yeah. 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 That's right. There were like three, um, you know, not real long catches, but, but just, uh, just kind of punching our way down the field a little bit. And I, I know in the, Oh, I don't have it out here in my, uh, office slash studio, but the, the, the centennial hundred years of Bearcat football book that they did after the 07 season, there's a big mm-hmm. picture of, of you celebrating with Reed Kirby, I think after that touchdown, oh, I don't know he's right. lifting you up or you're jumping in his arms or, or something right yeah. after that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. With Reed Kirby. Yeah. I was jumping up. Uh, I don't know if we, if we jumped up and hit backs or something or he, maybe I, no, I jumped up and then he, he like, yeah, he like lifted me up even higher or something. Yeah. But yeah, I do have that. I, I, I do have that somewhere, that book <laughs> around somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Well, uh, so your career ends, obviously not the way that you, that you wanted it to end at Northwest, but w- what do you end up doing kind of after the season? You, um, you know, what were you hearing as far as your draft stock and that sort of thing? Did, did, um, well, and, and what, I assume you played in it. I don't, I don't remember, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you played in an all-star game or two as well. So, yeah, I went, uh, so I went to Columbus, Ohio to train. That's where the agent I had at the time had me training there. Um, and, uh, it was, it, it was a pretty good experience. Um, I could have went with the whole agency business is just tough. It's just kind of, you didn't never know. Right. So I, I probably could have went with Dave's agent and, and, uh, you know, they, uh, they, they did a lot more cone drills, still some strength stuff. The place I went, a lot of strength. Everything else kind of stayed the same as what I did my my 40 the year before. Um, but, uh, you know, my bench went up. But I would have taken even just a better 40 time. I mean, my 40 was like a 4-5-9. Like a, a but if I if I could have got like a 4-4-9, four, four, you know, just the difference of that probably would have got me in a higher draft. But uh, Mel Kuyper had me going in the seventh round. Of course, I never went in the seventh round. Um, during that time when I was training before the draft, though, I, I had the all-star game, went to El Paso, it was Texas first nation. And, and uh, of course, Xavier and I got put on the Texas team because I thought at first was there thinking, well, Texas is fine to play the whole nation. But, you know, it's from the Texas <laughs> guys. But they actually put Xavier and I in the Texas team. We ended up winning it, and, and Xavier got the MVP of the game of that, uh, all-star game. And, and, and it was a pretty good size all-star game. I mean, there's obviously bigger ones with D one guys, but there, we, there were some D one guys that we, that were, were playing that game. You know, there's guys from Iowa state and, um, you know, uh, even a guy from, you know, Texas, a, a, a lot of D two guys, um, D one double a guys, um, you and I, but anyway, so then we, we went in the, uh, so after the draft, I get the call from, a few different teams, you know, um, and uh, Packers were one of them. Um, the, the Chiefs were one of them. Tampa Bay Buccaneers were one of them. And uh, the Colts were one of them. And then uh, went with the uh, – as a free agent, they were, they're all wanting to sign me on as a free agent. So I get signed on and went with the Packers and, and was with them for about two and a half months the summer of 08. 
through all the OTAs and then the mini, uh, or excuse me, rookie camp, then the OTAs mini camp. And it's just helmets and cleats and, you know, um, just like regular practice. And that was the year that Favre retired. And then they built the team around Rogers. And after I got cut, this was two days before training camp. That would have been fun. Cause that would have been preseason games. Um, that's when Favre tried coming back and then they ended up just wanting Rogers and Favre went to the, I'm pretty sure the jets mm-hmm. and then, and then the Vikings, but, um, but it was a great, I mean, I'm very grateful for it. it even though it was two and a half months. I mean, it was a, it was a great experience. Um, I just, you know, I, I thought I did pretty well. Um, but, uh, the guys that I was up against were tight ends, you know, probably a little bit better height and, and wingspan for blocking, you know, just getting separation. You know, there was guys, uh, rookie Jermichael Finley from Texas and Joey Hanos from Maryland. And of course you had a few of the other guys, but, uh, um, but overall I thought I had a good summer and, uh, you know, learned the playbook, uh, you know, still made some decent catches and was blocking. Okay. And, but uh, yeah, I got the call. We had about two or three weeks off from mini camp into training camp. We got to go home, and then I got a call two days before the flight into training camp, and that was the odd. They're bringing five guys in as tight ends to the to uh, preseason, and and there's six tight ends. I was the odd man out. Um, they just thought the other guys were further along than I was. So that's 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 how far that went. And then I went ahead and played for the UFL, that that uh, that league that fizzled out. I was uh, the Omaha Nighthawks uh, backup tight end fullback for a year, and and they ended up fizzling out. So after that, I just went down the training, personal training route, and and started uh, my career in, in training people. Well, and you got to play for Coach T one more time in the oh my the, God. the I world. Was, I can't believe I left that the out. world championships. Yeah, what was that? What was that whole experience like? I mean, one, I it's Coach believe, T again, but I can't believe I left that out. That's probably one of the most fun and, and enjoyable memories of my life why would i leave that so yeah we went and uh you know we we had practice uh at this uh college i forget in illinois for about a few weeks and then we went over to um went over to uh innsbruck austria and had a few games there where we played uh um australia and they were not that good they're, they're more about rugby i think and then, and you get to think about this, these other, these other countries are the best, the best of their, of, of, you know, of their football team, where with us, it was guys like me who were, you know, had a chance, got cut or guys who were just out of college who, who never got picked up. Um, Cause if they would have brought 53 of the best NFL players over there, it wouldn't even, they probably wouldn't even, <laughs> that just goes to show how much American football is, is dominant here, <laughs> you know, and then, other countries are pretty dominant in other sports, but, um, but anyway, yeah, we played, um, we played them. We played, uh, um, Germany. They were big. They didn't move very well, beat them, played Mexico. They played pretty dirty. I don't want to, you know, but they did play pretty dirty, but they played hard. Um, and then, uh, oh yeah. Then we're in the, uh, in the, uh, what was it? I can't, I can't think of the name of the, the embassy, the U S embassy in Austria. Okay. And, and we, we got invited there and I decided to get on the piano. I know like four songs since I was a kid by ear, I can't read notes. And I started playing the journey song. Don't stop believing. And, uh, everybody's getting into it, you know, even the ambassador and, and all them, that was a great memory. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we end up, we end up playing a few more games. We, we played in Innsbruck, 
uh, Austria, which is beautiful there. Then we uh, went over to the championship game in Vienna, Austria, uh, played Canada and end up winning the gold medal there. So uh, with a, a few of the guys that, you know, we had Dane Wardenberg who came uh, from Northwest and, and um, um, there's a few other guys as well. I'm just drawing a blank right now, but great guys. Well, there's not too many guys that can say that they're legit, like world champions. I mean, that's what <laughs> they call, right? You win the Super Bowl, you're a world champion, yeah. but right. you know, yeah, <laughs> I guess if you look at it that way. That's true. I mean, cause we're, we're playing other countries in football, but, um, but I think it's, a, it was a neat thing because, you know, other countries are trying to get more experience with American football, I think too. And, and, and there's, you know, there's some pretty good, pretty good teams overall i thought it was just overall it was a good experience you know i had a great time with with uh, the guys and, and coach t and, and his wife carol so uh and then of course um i'll get to the personal training route um in a moment but then after so in in the midst of this your playing career comes to an end and then you went back to northwest to get your master's yeah. degree right yeah yeah i just went back to northwest uh because you know when i walked on uh, to Northwest Missouri state, I basically had a two year associate, you know, cause I was, you know, I was, I took classes when I played baseball at DMAC. And then when I was working in Atlantic at Aiken building center, I took night classes at the, uh, Iowa Western branch in Atlantic. And then I went to the, for the fall of 03, I was at Iowa Western council bluffs. So Betty Heitman was able to get all basically transfer me into where I had all my gen eds done. So I just had to go into what I want to get into. And I just went to corporate rec and wellness and by the time that I was done with the, oh, oh, what year was that? It would have been 06. Let's see. After the 05, 05 or 06, I'm trying to remember. I think it was the summer of 06. I was done with my undergrad. And so then I, I entered a master's program. So basically, you know, when it didn't work out, um, and they, this is actually before I went to play pretty sure yeah it was before i went to play for the omaha nighthawks i went back to finish the masters i just had like two or three classes left and a thesis to get done so i figured i might as well get that done and then uh so i got that done and then after that i lived with dave and megan in their basement and uh worked at a gym as a personal trainer and then shortly the nighthawks came to town and i tried out for them and made that team and uh but uh after that that the nighthawks fizzled they kind of fizzled out and then i just uh and I personal trained in a few different gyms, you know, uh, um, back in my hometown, Atlantic, Iowa, then Cedar Falls, where at the time, well, my wife now, the girlfriend at the time, was going to accelerate nursing school in Waterloo. And I was personal training at a gym in, uh, in Cedar Falls and helping out as a volunteer strength coach with Jed Smith, um, at, with you and I for a couple of years there. I think it was 13 and four, 2013 and 14. That was when David Johnson was a, senior junior and senior so i got to know him pretty good and he was a freak for a few years and injuries got you know in the way for mm -hmm. him when he was in the nfl but um but uh but yeah then then i uh eventually settled down in my wife's neck of the woods uh the ballard Huxley area we live in slater which is like 10 minutes south of ames and i work in ames at the ames fitness center as a personal trainer been doing that for like the last three and a half years so and uh have two kids uh brindley she's uh, gonna be six here july 7th and then miles is gonna be three coming up here in august august 4th 
So any sports yet? Any like t-ball or soccer, anything like that yeah. for the kids? Yeah. Um. So Miles hasn't got. Uh, so he's gonna be three. He hasn't uh, gotten any really sports besides just you know just us playing with him with the, the you know the tee or kicking a ball around, but. Uh, Bryn's done soccer and t-ball and, and, uh, you can see some improvement from last year to this year <laughs> for sure. Uh, but just still, you know, that's just that age where they're having fun and they're, you know, they're trying to learn and, and, uh, but still see some improvement, but of course there's still all these years to come to keep improving, but it's, it's fun though. So. Well, I gotta, before we do the pick six here that I always like to do thing, I gotta ask you about one more thing. Cause yeah. You know, everybody goes on to the next step, kind of life moves on. In 2017, you get the call for the M Club Hall of Fame. Oh, you bet. Do you, do you remember yeah. where you were? How excited were you? Oh, I was, uh, I'm trying to think where I was at that time. Um, I, I was in the house, just in my house. And uh, and Coach T gives me a call, and, and I couldn't have been more grateful. I It was a, it was a, unbelievable feeling to, to make it into the hall of fame. <laughs> so, um, you know, I was pretty speechless. I just told him how grateful I was for it. And, and, uh, and, and it's just, a just an honor. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's a great story too. you know, walk on to, to, uh, you know, being in the NFL for a minute and, and, and M club sure. hall of fame. That's, that's pretty cool. So, um, so, well, well, let's do this. Pick six, just kind of six fun, goofy questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. First question: Were you a superstitious guy? Did you have any like pregame rituals? Did you have to wear the same socks? Anything like that? Uh, I didn't do that, but I usually have to do the exact same amount of deodorant under each armpit, like one, two, three, four, and then I have to count four on the other. So that was kind of my thing with the deodorant. I'm sure the teammates appreciated that in the locker room. <laughs> well, that was kind of weird, though. That's a weird one. <laughs> All right. Uh, second question of the pick six. What team did you enjoy beating the most? Uh, I would say, I would say probably Pitt State. Yeah, I figured it's usually either Pitt, Mo West, or Central. So Yeah. <laughs> figured as one right. of those yeah. um all right third question of the pick six which loss um and, and i'm referring to the three national championship losses which one of those uh is the hardest to swallow mm, or the are they all um i would say the hardest to swallow oh man i'm just gonna have to say i'm gonna have to say oh five um, just cause I really thought we had it, you know, plus it was, you know, my good, my best friend, my good buddy, Dave, Dave, Dave's last year was Oh five. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. I probably have to say then. All right. Fourth question of the pick six, which quarterback in practice now, but which, which one threw the most catchable ball, the most catchable ball, which mm-hmm. quarterback when I played. Yeah, in any of the years, any of them. And it could any even be years. a guy that was, you know, somebody who never played. I don't know. Just Okay, okay. Um, let's see here. The most catchable ball. Um, I'm going to say that's a toss-up between Osborne and Lambeau. Okay. 
All right. Fifth question. So, you know, they got the new locker room now. There's video games, foosball table, all that stuff. What do uh, you think you guys would have had foosball tournaments if you would have had that back in the day? And who do you think would have won? Oh, I'm going to have to say, yeah, we would have been playing that for sure. And I'm going to have to say who probably who, who would have won that. I'd probably say Keith Holden. <laughs> yes. Oh, <my>. oh. <laughs> I get so excited anytime Keith comes up. I, I'll never forget a time he was spotting me. I was bench pressing and he's intense, right? And he's like, come on, Mike, you know, and he's, and he's spotting me and his dreads are just swinging. And then a big old deal of sweat drips right off his dread, right into my mouth. As I'm oh. So I'm doing that like Jim Carrey, kind of like where he's almost puking as I'm benching, but yeah, just kind of a funny memory there. Oh man. Bro. I, I had, uh, fishing with him casting and angling but it was fishing in cold and bond and he's the only person i've ever seen catch a fish and then do a touchdown dance and then he went around to all of us see i didn't know i didn't know any players or anything like that i was just some student random student and uh he would come around and he like would put the fish in our face while he would do this touchdown dance and taunt us and that's one of my that's one of my great memories and anytime his name gets brought up it just makes me smile he was such a, just a character. I remember he would catch fish, put them in his own tank, feed them to get them bigger. <laughs> then he would put them in the, the, the pan so he'd have more protein. Uh, Joe, Joe Holtzclaw was telling me that story yeah. <laughs> recently. That's so great. That's just amazing. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. All right. Last question of the pick six. Do you have a favorite uh, uh, Coach T story? Uh, let's see. Coach T story, favorite Coach T story. Um, I would say, I would say, you know, there, there's a lot of different things he does, but there's times where, you know, if he was trying to get on us for, for something we're not doing right. I remember one of his, his things he said quite a bit, would he be like, come on, all it takes, it just takes a little ambition. It's all it takes, just a little ambition. <laughs> but that was like one of his things that kind of stuck in my head about, you know, the certain words he says. Some a coach T ism, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that there. And, uh, and, uh, trying to think of another one with coach T. Um, I would say, you know, he would, he, I, overall, he was just a good guy where he could, he could relate to us guys, but he could give us a hard time, but all in fun, you know, to any of us guys, he, he was, he was good at that to where he would know that we'd look up to him as a leader and a coach, but he could also give us a hard time and we could all laugh about it. You know, he's that type of guy too. But then he was great at, uh, you know, I, I mean, everybody knows this and he was just such a great, a great leader. You know, he was, uh, someone everybody looked up to and, and really, really, really respected. That's good stuff. Well, Mike, man, I certainly appreciate it. I've appreciated your time. Thanks so much. And uh, it's, it's been a pleasure, man. I appreciate you, Matt. Thanks a lot. Hey, this is former Bearcat Utility Knife Jordan Grove, and you are listening to Bleeding Green with Matt Daniel. Go Cats. Welcome back here on Bleeding Green. Once again, a big thank you to Mike Peterson, another great guest. And uh, I feel like it's been a really, really solid 
beginning of the 2023 year and season, if you will, of, of the podcast. And uh, lots of good ones. Lots of really good. It started with with Bob Green, the old geriatric football coach, back on uh, back to start the year, and uh, already has me brainstorming and thinking about uh, about next season. But I don't, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. I'm super excited about the 2023 season for the Bearcat football team. I'm going to have the preview coming up in a couple of weeks. If you're listening to this on the 10th, that's going to be coming up on the 24th. And I kind of liked what I did last year. I, I don't like changing up. When the podcast drops, or you know when you could listen to it, I, I like to keep that on Thursdays. And I know the first couple of weeks we've got Thursday games. Um, for the second week, I might try to do a Wednesday. I, I will definitely let you know. Um, I like to give you time to listen to the podcast, of course. And um, but I think we're probably going to do the preview and everything on the twenty fourth. Then on the thirty first do some kind of season kickoff special like I did last year. I like the way that worked out. And uh, there might be some new things sprinkled into the podcast this season, but for the most part, you can have a lot of the same stuff. You can have the Bearcats according to Eli. We're going to hear from somebody on the Bearcat side, whether that's John Dykstra of the Maryville Forum, the voice of the Bearcats, John Coffey, probably Wesley Miller from the Northwest Missourian as well. And, uh, and a couple other things in mind, and of course, we hear from the opposition, most likely the the play-by-play man for the other team, and uh, we'll have a player interviews. We can continue to do those because I love them. We'll start with the captains, and, and we'll kind of go from there. And uh, um, yeah, lots lots of fun stuff. Maybe maybe a few kind of other bonus interviews and in, in special weeks. Already kind of have in mind planning some things for Mo West Week, Homecoming Week against Pitt State, and uh, which is also when the M-Club Hall of Fame inductions will happen. And so, uh, anyway, uh, I'll be announcing that, but it's got the old wheels uh, turning here, and um, I'm getting pretty excited about the uh, about the season upcoming. I will say, if, if you would like to be a part of the podcast and help out, there's a lot of things you can do. Um, first off, let's start with the free things. You know, feel free to. I'm not going to go on a Twitter rant, but but again, if you didn't hear it last week, I'm going to call it Twitter. I know it's X, I know it's repost and it's not retweet. I'm not going to change my vocabulary overnight here, so just bear with me <laughs> on, on all of this. It is what it is. But uh, you you know, follow follow me on Twitter underscore bleeding underscore green. And feel free to share, repost, all of that stuff. And and if you're subscribed, if you follow me, that's uh, another way to kind of keep in touch with what's going on with the uh, podcast. I also like to retweet a lot of the Bearcat stuff, MIAA stuff, things like that, to uh, kind of keep you up to date on those types of things. Uh, also, don't forget about the Facebook group, Bleeding Green Podcast. Of course, my website, bleedinggreenpodcast.com. And I've recently started a Venmo. If you would like to contribute to the costs of running this podcast, because it isn't free. Um, and uh, as as of this time, no sponsors, but trying to offset some of those costs. And if you would like to help out in that way, you can. Just go to Venmo at Bleeding Green Podcast. I have shared the uh, the v- the QR code earlier this week as well. That's something that I recently did via social media. So you can check that out. 
if you would like to, again, there's there's no bonus content for you. It's not like a like a Patreon or anything like that. The the podcast isn't going to change anything. Um, just if you would like to contribute in that way, and several people have, and I would just like to say thank you. V- very appreciative of that, and it just kind of helps with just kind of the general costs over the course of the year that that come up for putting this podcast together. But that's going to do it for another edition of Bleeding Green, Beers, Burgers, and Bearcat Football. I'm your host, Matt Daniel. Don't forget, be kind, because kindness makes a difference. Be the light in someone's day. And, of course, as always, go Bearcats! (laughs) 